everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle, and I'm calling in the crystals, because we need help. Uh, bidet alert. It's been, a, it's been a long time since we've talked about clean anal on this podcast. Far too I believe long. Far too long. Jihoon, Probably like Jihoon three months ago. years of 2020? It's three yeah. months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was very excited to to see the bidet. Not to be confused with the stupid ass duvet. The last time there was super drama about bidets was, I think, it even Muhammad, where he was real butt hurt that she she didn't get the the bidet installed in time. But hurt, you're right. I've I've never heard. um, I've never heard the word duvet said more times in a row on any form of media <laughs> and I don't think I ever need to hear it again. Well, it's hella bougie. Yeah. Kyle, hella bougie. I mean, the girl wants something to keep her warm in the bed at night. What is her that is hella bougie. I don't it's know what her fucking to, problem is. So fucking bougie to cover yourself in in cheap <laughs> cotton from Target that protects your 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 comforter from accumulating grime and bacteria and dirt well i took it as like they don't even have a comforter like they're just like they have a top sheet and that's it because she said like we didn't even have a quilt i was like oh she's she's using the term duvet to like account for the comforter and the duvet is what i took it as and I don't know. Rob like lost his mind. God, I really, really hate Rob. He's so bad. He was trying to make the entire thing about how it was too early to argue. <laughs> uh, it's too early. It's too early to ask me for stuff. Like, okay. Wait an I guess hour. I'll, yeah. I'll put it on my calendar when I'm allowed to say words to you. The morning is for coffee and contemplation, Sophie. Dude, I mean, like, how early is it? It looked late morning. I thought these people don't wake up until 2 p.m. You're probably right. Uh, Has Gino really just not gotten a good look at the ass that he paid for until this (laughs) beach vacation? I guess maybe there's some there's something about the ass basking in the glorious light of God on the on the beach in Florida that just really just illumin it's the artificial light just doesn't do the curves justice, Kim. You know? He was very excited. I mean, it was uh, yeah. like I I've never seen him <laughs> that excited. <laughs> What did he say? It we, there were a lot of things that were said that were disturbing, but um, uh, yeah, show me that fat ass. I have to admit, seeing Jasmine's butt, I was like, do I need a BBL? Like, <laughs> it looks good. Maybe I should consider this. Uh, it's not something I knew existed. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look correct. It just doesn't. It do- yeah, it doesn't look no. real. But it, I don't know. It was it was very smooth. 
smooth, yeah, because it's stretched. You can't yeah. see any. <laughs> you can't. Uh, How did we get here? Um, I, yeah, what what the fuck am I watching? Like, I had to close <laughs> the door because fa- Polish father-in-law just got here the other day, and I'll be damned if I'm going to s- see him watching me watch Gino rub suntan lotion on his wife's ass, which is so exposed that they blurred it on TLC. <laughs> hey, Polish father-in-law would have loved it. He would have appreciated Jasmine's butt. He would love Jasmine. He, he literally asked that. me what what Larissa was up to. That's always who <laughs> he loves. The, Larissa. The, the, the most important thing is how, Kyle. How is Thrash? And <laughs> you know, I tell him how things are going, and I give him some of the most absurd bits. He always has. He's always fascinated by what Larissa's up to. I mean, we don't even really know anymore. What is she up to? More I, surgery, I would guess. Probably. I, I feel like, isn't she still in Colorado Springs? I, I don't think know. so. That's weird. That's a weird situation. I have a tinfoil. Well, first off, I want to know why the franchise spoiled Nick and Devin's wedding. They like posted it on Instagram midweek before the episode came out. And I was like, is it really, A, is it really that exciting that like, people got pumped to see that spoiler like ahead of time and like be like what just why i don't know it didn't it was weird but it was all it's, over instagram um, there has never been a couple on this show since maybe season two that had less drama less hype and less people actually care about what's happening. Nobody <laughs> is talking about Nick and Devin. Like they really Which, might as well not be there. They had one controversial thing that happened that wasn't, I mean, it wasn't even really controversial. It was universally uh, agreed upon content. that it was problematic. Um, it wasn't even like a fight or something. And, and then they just, that gets resolved in two seconds with dad telling them to shut the fuck up and then that's it that's it they're married now like the the we went we had more episodes of them in korea for a day and a half than the 90 days of of him being in arkansas no follow-up whatsoever about like i i don't i have no idea how nick's doing i have no idea does he like the town does he like arkansas is he does he miss his family what the fuck did they do all day what is he doing all day? What does Devin do? Is she working? Is she how's, is how's he it going? Family? Yeah. Does he like the food? Has he gained 30 pounds in a week after eating food <laughs> in Arkansas? I have no fucking idea about anything that's happening with these people. I know. Devin has no personality. Zero. Or if she does, we don't. She's. I know she made a statement like I was working and I we were filming late at night and I was too I was tired drunk. and I was drunk. But like, dude, I when I'm if I were drunk on camera, I would be like spewing some nonsense. I mean, she's not even <laughs> doing that, you know. There'd be some mother god shit coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be talking about crystals and like talking shit about people. Oh yeah, but... Robin Williams <laughs> and I'm the reincarnated daughter of Trump, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just recorded D-Sides Mother God and we're still like buzzing about it. It's so good. Um 
Yeah, my tinfoil is that I think Nick and Devin were such a dud. They were the reason that they had to pull in Sam and, and Chitra like at the last minute. Because, you know, we're I, not seeing much pause, of plausible. them. But yeah. like this is, you know, we were trying to figure out like what what are they replacing? Do we have anything for Nick and Devin after this episode? They I were think so. I, I'm gonna check. I'm looking through the still to come. There's nothing about there's them. Uh, nothing. There was nothing in the like. They almost had it as if uh, the preview this episode was almost like a mid-season preview. It is. Where yeah. Clearly, they said still to come. Yeah. And and I I don't remember anything with Nick and Devin at all. What did no, they, I wrote what, everything what their, down. What are their plans? I don't even know what this kid does. Like, what are they gonna do? I don't know. Like what I think I saw it posted online somewhere that Devin works at like a Lowe's selling cabinets. Okay. Which like that's that's great. Um, but we we just we don't hear anything about work. What are Nick's plans? Was he working in Korea? Was he working in Australia? Are What's they he live planning there to do? Forever? Yeah, are they gonna live with their parents forever? All the siblings live with her parents, too. It's weird. I don't know. We don't know anything about them. Maybe there's nothing to know. Honestly, us saying that Nick and Devin are boring is a credit to their relationship. (laughs) I guess. You know, like in real life. But I also, Devin presents so differently on Instagram. She looks so different. Like, I watched them with the browser extension at 1.5 times speed, and it's still slow. (laughs) (sighs) And the last thing I have to say is, thank God Manuel's back, and thank God Nikki and Igor were absent from this episode. Thank you, TLC gods. I just can't believe their story's not over. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Gift giving with my family can be drama sometimes during the holidays. My husband and I are adamant that we don't want any gifts because we try to be minimalistic and we don't like stuff just cluttering up our house. But of course, our parents want to buy our kids all these gifts. And I'm always advocating for everyone to donate gifts instead. Uh, But this time of year really does make me think about how do I give to myself? The holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy or treating yourself either to a day of rest or maybe just a long walk while listening to this podcast, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. My experience with therapy has been that when I'm feeling anxious, especially during like the holiday season when there's just a lot going on, I know that I have that time slotted to talk through everything that's going on in my life, my worries, my frustrations, um, you know, things that my family is making me angry about. I'm better able to take care of the people in my life and better able to give back to myself by allowing myself that time to do therapy. It's also really helpful for learning coping skills and how to set boundaries. It really feels like I can be the best version of myself with therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In this season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. 
dot com slash cray cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H E L P dot com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Who do you want to start with? Who do I want to start with? Let's let's go straight into Clayton and Annalie. This was so uncomfortable. I don't think I've been this uncomfortable in a long time. See, now we're starting to drift into (laughs) incel territory, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Now it's happening. And when you're publicly shaming your fiancé for not fucking you in front of strangers, that's a really bad sign you're going down that path. You're going down that path like really rapidly. And the preview that we saw really didn't help the case there either. Really bad. What? What was that twerking on? I cannot unsee it. Anybody who sees that, this guy is never fucking again in his life. I am shooketh. (laughs) Shooketh from that. Yeah. Still to come. Clayton's one of those guys that um, his his chances of achieving sexual intercourse actually increase when he puts on his fursuit. <laughs> I do have to say, like, I Clayton, I'm out on Clayton. But somebody on Reddit was, like, making a good point that on a, like, I think multi-generational households are pretty common in Peru. It's not uncommon, I guess we could at least say. And like to live with your parents, even if you're like young and married. And so what do you think about her excuse that, oh, well, mom lives with us. So I can't have sex. Yeah, it's I wonder if it just has more to do with mom as a bit of a busybody, which we've seen. Yeah. And also, I mean. It seems like she comes. We 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 don't we don't know enough about Annalie in Peru, really. I wish we knew more about her life. We never got a scene of her in Peru, like we do with with many people, particularly on the other way and before the ninety. So, but but from what I gather and what we speculated, it seems like her family was pretty decently off. And so yeah. maybe it's simply just the 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 literal proximity. Like the house is just really fucking tiny. Maybe that's all I mean, it is. That, and mom that, mom is sharing a wall with the bathroom and there's it's right there and there's yeah. no space. There's no space. There's no space. I mean that that apartment can't be more than like 600 square feet. It sure looks like that. Yeah. It looks really But tiny. Kim, this has been scientifically disproven. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, I mean, look, again, it is, bring, it is a don't problem bring that they're science not fucking. Into this, please. Yeah. Just... It is. It is a problem. It is definitely a problem. But it's not her problem. <laughs> no. I'm on Annalise's side now. Is she going to go back? Like, I'm not spoiled on this, and I really don't want to be because I am kind of, like, really curious now what's going to happen with these two. They always fucking get married. But, like, if anybody should go home, it's Annalise. Oh, man. 
Uh, do you think that she should go home more than Manuel? <laughs> I Manuel and Ashley at, are at least fucking at least and having a good time. Yeah, at least they're plowing like crazy, man. But no, Manuel um, should probably also go home. <laughs> the the bar, like Annalise bar for Clayton is that, oh, well, I can tell that he is at least capable of social interaction. <sighs> is he? I mean, did well, you see this? This is weird. That's what I mean. She's happy about the way. I mean, I don't know. Seemed like she was a little bit happy about the airport meeting with Cameron, but also a little bit disturbed because he seemed way more excited <laughs> to see him than her, which I don't well, necessarily he, like, agree ran... with. I, I think he yeah. was, he well, was he... emotional. It was a good airport meeting with them, but like the whole running to give yes. your bro a hug was a little much. I didn't expect Cameron to be as awkward as Clayton in person. Like Cameron on the, like, when we saw him on the computer screen, I was like, oh, he's cute. And like, this seems like a normal human that Clayton is friends with. But we meet him in person. I'm like, oh, he's a dork. He's a huge dork. dork. Yeah. Yeah. His best friend is an internet nerd from Kentucky. Yeah. And Clayton's all worried. Like, I don't know if the relationship, the the connection that we have online is going to translate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, the girlfriend. I felt bad for Annalie because she was so excited to finally, like, go out and get some drinks and just have a social interaction. And Clayton just, he ruins it, like, immediately like the, the uh, they didn't even get a fucking app they're in san diego the food is a thousand times better in san diego and yeah. they didn't even get a goddamn fish taco appetizer or something she, she uh, didn't even a travesty. get a margarita or like a drink they were ordering drinks like they had just sat down and clayton just i mean well i don't drink so i'll need something virgin since i'm gonna be a virgin forever because she won't fuck me it's like, oh, dude, why? The girlfriend makes a good point. She's like, did you ask her? Like, why? Did you talk to her about it? <laughs> um, well, the, the reason is scientifically proven, Kim. You know, yeah. I use the scientific method to, to prove that out. When they arrive at this Airbnb, uh, he is... You know, he's always he's always expecting sex instantly. Um, and my advice for Clayton would be maybe never attempt any feats of strength or dexterity in front of her ever again. Oof. Uh, it's just embarrassing. It just continues to make yourself like he thinks he's being cute and funny and silly. But but I think she sees that a tiny bit because they obviously have like some kind of rapport sometimes. But she's mostly just turned off by almost everything he does for good reason. Uh, Also, just a PSA to everyone. I know people do this. I know it's something like involuntary. I know it's a convenience. Please don't put your suitcases on a bed. Oh, just don't do that. Gross. I know. Just don't do that. Yeah. Why? Speaking of. Why do they have giant suitcases? Each of them like have a, a giant weekend. suitcase 
But like, yeah, weekend in San Diego. Is he bringing like, his gaming rig in one suitcase uh, and she's bringing all the clothes in hers? Probably. I mean, he you know, did you get... Know the, you know, this dude doesn't have a whole suitcase of grooming materials or anything. <laughs> I don't know. That bowl cut is kind of difficult to, you know, the maintenance on that. We don't know. Uh, the, I have to, like, the Airbnb, I know that you said cybersecurity analyst is not a real job. And that he made it up. Here. I'm just fucking around. I know. I'm joking too, but that that Airbnb was pretty nice. Like that must have literally cost a lot of money to rent that. I'm assuming Matt Sharp helped out, but how do you, like I would assume that that place in San Diego is probably 600 a night. Put that. It, I couldn't tell. I'm rent, dude, and get a two bedroom fucking apartment. That's fair. I. Reasonably familiar with San Diego, and I, but I just couldn't. They didn't show enough of the neighborhood. I couldn't tell where it was. Yeah. Um, I don't. It, there's a chance that it might not. It would be like half that amount, depending on what part of the city it was in. But where they were hanging out is where they always go whenever someone's in San Diego. They go to Little Italy, which yeah. is kind of like the downtown restaurant zone, and the. There's incredible food there, and they didn't even get past margaritas because of this idiot. I've definitely been to that restaurant. They have a great patio. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a whole, almost like, evokes a European town square feel with just lots of restaurants with huge outdoor seating areas all in kind of like a square, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful place to like go and enjoy a meal and drinks, and a lot of times there's like live music out there by that fountain, and everything. It's it's great, but Clayton had to ruin it like two minutes in. Uh, so, so so awkward like, for Cam and his girlfriend. Ugh. What what this made me think of is like Cam is bullshitting that he didn't know that these problems were coming up because if 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 Clayton is willing to say this type of shit in front of him his fiance and a total stranger this girl on camera imagine the kind of things he's talking about with Cameron on the internet or, or on like the fucking gamer discord that they're on yeah i mean look if they really are best friends and they're talking one on one I mean, I think that you can confide in your best friend certain things. Sure, but a, he's, he's just full of shit. I get. I guess for one thing, he's full of shit that he didn't know all this. But two, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I guess it's more just like I can't imagine if Annalie was so upset about this interaction that she would be okay with the types of things that they talk about. Yes, I would agree with. That. I don't think Annalie wants. But Annalise should talk to Clayton about it (laughs) because this is like getting really weird now. They're not, it's not even that they're not having sex. They're not even like making out or. They're not even moving. They're not moving toward hand stuff, you know? No. They are not moving toward the bleachers at motocross at all. (laughs) They are actively running away. From yeah, finger blasting just... under the bleachers at a motocross event, drinking yin- yingling. 
<laughs> running away. Maybe from some that. Yingling would help out, you know. Maybe lubricate yeah. the situation or not. I mean, she lives in an apartment that smells like guinea pig piss. Like or, I, I'm not fucking maybe, in that apartment either. Maybe a I don't know margarita. Mm. Um, I just uh, Cam and his girlfriend were nice. <laughs> I liked Annalie's kind of description that you know Clayton's acting like a macho, but he's really a kitten. She hates him. She has a lot of contempt for him. That that's kind of a mean thing to say. <laughs> I agree well, with her. Yeah, yeah. Um. Does your does your husband have siblings? Mm-hmm. Does do you, do you catch your husband acting in ways that you're not used to around his siblings or family? No. Because I I catch my wife acting just a little like even the way that she talks is a little bit different. It's almost mm-hmm. like when they were kids, they had a secret language almost, and. I feel like Annalie is kind of clocking that he and Cameron are really, really close and he's puffing his chest out because he wants to appear to be like a big man. Cause that's maybe that's the way that they interact in their little world that they've created for themselves. Yeah. I would say and what you're describing. It. Yeah. I would say that's true of me. I'm on my husband's turf like more often. So we just like see his family a lot more. So I think it's his natural state of being. But yeah, like when we go back to visit my family, I would say he's like, why are you talking like that? And the Ohio comes out. Why do you say gal instead of girl? I'm uncomfortable. I need a pop. (laughs) Well, I say pop here. Yeah. Like pop is just something i'll never be able to change but yeah i i I get what you're saying clayton is kind of reverting back to like how he is with with cam bros yeah yeah and that's fair i mean it's just this comment was way out of line though and even like the girlfriend was in like had secondhand embarrassment you could tell oh bad i get the sense that cameron's like a pretty good boyfriends like he and his girlfriend seem like super chill with each other yeah it's it's odd that clayton felt the need to like what do you think it is about the like it's one thing to kind of complain to a dude that you know you're not not good have, like you're you're, you're sex well you're like you're, or you're like your sex life is just unsatisfying to put it in the most you know good light possible i guess but what what what's with the need to almost like self victimize in front of these people? Like, why is he like what he's saying in the way that he's saying it about himself is embarrassing? Mm-hmm. Why is he doing that? Is do you think it's just simply a matter of he just doesn't know how to be social, or he's just so awkward things just become just like blurred out, like um, you know, what's her name style? I don't know who you're referring to, but I think that you mean like we just talk, uh, fucking talked about her um, for the <laughs> like first time in five months. Uh, awkward girl, lesbian. Oh, Statler. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think that he, I think that Clayton does not feel comfortable broaching the subject with Annalie. And so he's using this as like an opportunity to make a joke about it to his friend so that Mm. he can understand why she doesn't want to fuck him. Or maybe, maybe he assumed that everyone else would be like, yeah, what's up with that? I also think that's true. I asked, he wants to guilt trip her as well, which is gross. You know, he wants to like make her feel bad and, I mean, do you really want somebody to like pity bang you later? That's always super sexy. Oh, that's awful. So, but yeah, I think that's, I think those two things, you know, and yeah, he, he probably wants Cam to be like, what's the deal on Can you imagine if Cam was like, what's the deal on Why aren't you, why aren't you having sex with him? I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and he said, because you're not doing the dishes. I was listening to this guy from 90 Day called Jesse, and he was saying... <laughs> yeah, this guy, Jesse Meester, he was on a podcast with uh, Andrew Tate. He seems like a pretty cool dude, Yeah, <laughs> It didn't work. Cameron did not take the bait, although he, had, he did agree to be Clayton's best man, but now Cameron's like, uh, I'm not really sure there's going to be a wedding because this... Just got weird. Do you think Cameron has other friends? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> you think he's just a normal guy? Clayton's his only. Weird I mean, I don't friend. know. I don't know about normal, but because I thought maybe Clayton only referred to Cam as his best friend, and C- there was no way that Cameron referred to Clayton as his best friend. But at least on camera, Cameron does say that Clayton is his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's some hope. I absolutely hate throwing away food. It smells and it just feels like kind of wrong to put food in your garbage. And then it fills up the trash like super fast, especially around the holiday season. I always have lots of people over eating big meals at my house. So it just seems to pile up. But now I have a Lomi and it's changed the way that I think about my food waste. Lomi transforms my trash into treasure at the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps into plant food in four hours. It's about the size of a crock pot. I have it on a small counter in my kitchen. It's completely silent. I promise you it does not smell at all. Kyle has one too, and he actually keeps his in his laundry room. Now that I have a Lomi, there's no food rotting in my garbage smelling up the kitchen And now I only have to take out the trash on garbage day. My garbage bags don't leak and smell like rotting food. Everything is just better. And I use my nutrient-rich loamy earth to feed my houseplants instead of sending it to the landfill. And now Lomi's new app lets me track my environmental impact, earn points for every cycle, and redeem for freebies from Lomi and other great brands. I've never done any type of outdoor composting. Honestly, it just felt too complicated and time-consuming. And I live in a neighborhood where my neighbors would probably complain if I have like a rotting food pit in my small yard. So the Lomi is a great solution for me because I can throw all my food scraps in it and it barely takes up any space. I promise you it is quiet and I promise you it doesn't smell. I have a very sensitive nose and it's incredibly easy to use. 
Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash cray and use the promo code cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's L-O-M-I dot com slash cray That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash cray and use promo code cray at checkout. And thank you so much to Lomi for sponsoring this episode. Who's next? Rob and Sophie. Ugh. God, this is yeah. so bad, but also like yeah. so dramatic. There's yeah. like no one less likable than Rob this season. Wait, am I? I'm in a horrible mood. I didn't sleep. I need I need a duvet right now. She didn't even say that. All she said was, hey, we should get a duvet. You always he, like, need something. You always need something. He literally says, go get yourself a fucking duvet. She's like, okay, I will. <laughs> They're like 30 bucks, dude. Like, I'm happy to go buy myself a duvet. I didn't even know what a duvet was. And I already have fucking three. You know, that's that's why he's mad. He doesn't know what a duvet is. And he's like, you go get you stupid ass fucking duvet. He literally says stupid ass fucking duvet. (laughs) And he doesn't know what it is. (laughs) You're hella bougie for someone who has no money. (laughs) Yes. Super bougie to want. Uh, a cover for your comforter. Um, but he also yeah. like, he yeah. also, he says you're hella bougie for somebody who doesn't have anything. But then it, he also at the same time, like continuously shames her for being from money. You know what I mean? He made, he like guilt trips her for having grown up with like more money than he did, which she's right. no control over. Also, he, Calls her bougie, but obviously he loves her style. And right, I I don't know. I I don't get the he, he's just constantly complaining about her core personality. <laughs> like, why are you yeah. marrying her? <laughs> he's always asking for something. Like, oh, God, the this, worst. This asking bitch wants for to stuff. Eat two times a day. She wants to drink water. She asked for plumbing. So it's like frustrating. It's like TJ. Like, how long exactly do I have to listen to you? <laughs> he said he complains that the bickering gets tiring, but I'm like, you, Rob, you are the reason for the bickering. All she said was, we should get a duvet. That's it. She didn't complain. She didn't say today. She didn't say it in a mean or negative way. I don't know. I thought they were both children in this scene. They were both irritating to me. Well, he's going to turn not. into one of those husbands that doesn't talk because he's just so sick of her nagging. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be like Al Bundy because he's a man that you should definitely emulate in your marriage. <laughs> I'm oh, just the only too- way to keep her happy is not talking, and I'm just okay. Yeah, because you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna change into a fucking stoic monk. And just uh, live your life in a in a state of like Zen bliss, ignoring your wife. That sure, that makes sense. So dumb. Um, I, I mean, think one of the honestly, reasons one of the reasons why I'm not like totally Team Sophie is she's like 
all angry. I'm sacrificing my sexuality for Rob. (laughs) (laughs) That's no good. (laughs) Not good. It's not good. I I just, I felt like in this scene, they were both fucking just children. Obviously he's worse, but. Well, also in the last scene, but like at this, I find myself though, every time I see Sophie being happy around Rob or nice to Rob, I get so mad. Well, yeah, I get mad too because I think like, okay, what what triggered this happiness for yeah. this moment? Like literally, it it seems like she's still in a pissy mood. They get to the brewery. He says double fisting and she finds mm. that very amusing and now she's all happy and romantic. Like he's so, he's so funny. He oh, does God. two things that would not fly with me as they pull up to the brewery. He gives her grief about how she pronounces brewery, which I'm sorry. We say brewery, you know, and she kind of, ha- but, you know, she's, she's not American, Rob. She doesn't, she doesn't sound like you. But also, did you see him open the door for her? Like he was trying to be, she's like, oh, how chivalrous. He leans I, over her in the car to like open it from the inside. But I think that's literally because the door doesn't open from the inside. I think it's broken. <laughs> or that from the outside. Sorry. Uh, I, but I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting gesture to reach across to open like, the door oh, from the inside. Like oh, so lazy. So lazy. God, it takes so little. The bar is so low. Isn't the entire point of that gesture to kind of like make a show of helping your your female out of a a really, really, it's so really hard to stand up. And so I have to help. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's like him opening the door from the inside is no different than her opening the door from the inside. He didn't help her out. He did it. He just like made her uncomfortable by like leaning all over her in the car. <laughs> Whatever. So funny. Ugh. I. She says it's when like, they're at the brewery. It just it just makes me think of like, you know, if she's walking in front, just like running in front of her, kind of elbowing her out of the way, so he could open the door first for her. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this would exactly. think maybe think of. <laughs> She's like, we should do date nights, like often. How often? How, often? How, often? How, how many? How many is that? This costs money. Blech. Twice a month. Well, I don't hmm. know. God, you're hella huh. bougie. <sighs> but he wants her to have positive energy because he, his energy hey, is just so positive. Kyle, have Rob, some fucking so positive energy if you're gonna talk to me before noon. All right. Roll with the good spirit. Be positive. She's like, well, you're like pretty insensitive at times. What am I supposed to do? I'll try. I'll try to take things less seriously. But maybe can you not be such a fucking asshole? <laughs> She's like, we didn't argue before I got to America. I'm like, yeah, because you're just like, you're just like having internet sex at that point. Like nobody argues during that. I mean, that's the story of all of this entire franchise. That's true. Then we get to the sex store scene. I don't even know what to think about this. Like, okay, first off, a producer definitely paid this woman 
to like proposition them. It's this is a little dark. This is crazy. Okay, first of all, Rob goes into this clearly having an agenda to let the world know that he fucks and that he's Uh, freaky. Oh, she's basic, but, you know, there's nothing in here that surprises me. I mean, if she wants to, I'm going to have to push her to do some freakier stuff. I own 70 cock rings of various, you know, intensities. This is nothing to me. Meanwhile, everything that he looks at seems like shocking and, and novel to him in there. I know. Fuck off, Rob. I, know. I don't think furry handcuffs is gonna fix this. Uh, the 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 quad handcuff was puzzling. <laughs> I I had the same question. Like, <laughs> do you kind of just bend over and get all four of your limbs together? Oh man. So then one of the, like, they make it seem like one of the women working at the sex shop tells Sophie and Rob that they're super hot. And, hey, since you're trying new things, and then all hell breaks loose. It's a pretty clear implication of let's fuck. But what was so funny to me about it is... I mean, one of the reasons you know that this is fake as fuck is because as soon as this fake employee says that you never see her again <laughs> like no, she, she like leaves. backs up slowly and she's like the, oh god well she gets back behind the camera because she's a fucking producer yeah it's so and good rob but rob still gets legitimately angry like i don't think this is fake i don't think rob is like oh i don't think they're ta- they're i don't mad. think they're in on it i don't th- i don't i don't think either of them are in on it necessarily no. in the moment but um, so I think they're both stupid uh, in this in this fake, bizarre argument. Her point is that you should have her point is that he didn't do the ideal thing in her mind, which yeah. is just kind of a dumb thing to get this mad about. Like you're you're so absolutely convinced he was ready to whip his dick out for this girl. And yeah. I just, but you, you literally had a conversation a day ago about how you'd be down to fuck a girl one day. So I like, I understand why he's a little bit confused about the right thing, what the right thing to do in that situation was. He literally punts, which maybe was a cowardly, like, you know, bullshit thing to do. He didn't do the perfect thing in your mind, which was to immediately reject this girl. Um, and make a big stink about no we're about to get married how dare you for the honor of my lady my lady fair i will exult this establishment good madam (laughs) you know he didn't do that and so he's a piece of shit that's ready to fuck another girl um i don't know i don't really buy it yeah i just think that like why didn't sophie just say no they were both waiting for the other one to give them an, uh, a way to get out of the situation, right? Uh, let's do Gino and Jasmine at the beach. <laughs> Jasmine is so excited to debut this butt. Gino, put some lotion on my butt! I'm not lying. 
if Jasmine asked me to put lotion on the butt, I would too. I'm very well, curious of, about the texture. Just out of, yeah. Curiosity about the viscosity of this situation. Yes. Is it yeah, squishy totally. or is it like hard? Yeah. Yeah. Do they Gino take found fat? Out. They take fat from somewhere else in your body and put it in the butt, right? And then tighten up the skin. Do I have I that correct? Know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get a lot of people let me know. I don't know if they fatten up a monkey and then, you know, suck that shit <laughs> out. Christ. I have no idea. Gino's into beach, the butt. Beach ass lubing. <laughs> I, her body does look banging. She is so excited to wear this bikini. She got so much plastic surgery and dieted so hard. And she's been in fucking Michigan the whole time. Finally. Finally, Gino. I don't know the rules on bikinis here. I'm like, what rules? You're in Miami. There's no, there's basically no rules. If you're wearing a bikini at all, you're, you're ahead of the game. Also, I don't um, know. Like, are there rules on any beach? <laughs> I'm assuming you have to be clothed in some manner, but. Um, I guess because it was a not thong. Everywhere. Is that, is that why she's. I don't. I don't know. If the, I got my only... butt done, I would be in a thong too. <laughs> I'm not spending that much money and going through that pain for no reason. <laughs> uh, Gino agrees it's a good investment, much better than a wedding dress that he would see once. <laughs> I, then we I get don't know to, what else to say. Um, You're rolling your well, eyes at me. Then... <laughs> No, it's just just awful. Uh, but then we get to the actual, like you know, as per usual, Jasmine can't be happy for more than 30 seconds. Yeah. And the reason that she can't be happy for more than 30 seconds is because she always has just as many secrets as Gino does. The difference between them is that Gino can like emotionally get himself to a place where he doesn't feel guilty about his secrets, but Jasmine seemingly cannot. And so anytime that she experiences the emotion of joy or happiness, she remembers all the horrific shit that Gino doesn't know. She feels guilty. And then she projects and lashes out to make him feel bad so that she doesn't have to confront the horrible shit that she does. Yeah. And that's what the rest of this scene was. Uh, she just projects her own guilt. Strip club? Interrogation? Suspicious family? And just makes it about his family can't come to their wedding, which, why even get? Why even have a wedding then? Why even have a wedding? No, great question. Get, get your certificate. Jasmine. Get your certificate from the courthouse and then go to Pindama and have a wedding then. Yeah. Yeah, have a wedding with your family then. There's no way that they're going to have a wedding without no, Gino's family. Of course not. This is a nothing argument. Drama. Gino is taking it not seriously at all. <laughs> so you know it's just... It's, it's, and she even like kind of agrees that it's a fake fight near the end. Well, one more chance. Okay, so this is not actually happening. That's <laughs> what you're saying. We only got the one scene with them though, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anything else is going to happen. Oh, well, next week, yeah, she will get there. But yeah, she... I don't want the people who want to breed up there! I don't 
don't want anyone that cares about your best interests at the wedding, Gina. <laughs> Lubricate my ass cheeks. <laughs> Let's One finish strong with Sam. Uh, damn. I... I almost threw up watching them clean out the car. Gnarly. And, you know, you would think if, well, look, there's not a lot of people that live in their car that keep the car, you know, tidy. If you're in that situation, you've already got like problems clearly, but it's just, he didn't like, it's the, it's not that the car's dirty, although it kind of is. It's the, it's the fact that he just didn't prepare for her to get here. Dude, it's it crazy, man. Is, I the thought room's he bad too. I it's thought he did too. So bad. I, I thought I he saw him too. sweeping with a broom, and then we get in there, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! You're leaving your fiance to sleep in this dirty ass, disgusting room, and you're sleeping in the clean, uncluttered room." Why is Why is he sleeping? Why is Why is he sleeping in the clean room? I'm Why so irritated there? about it. This dude did a fucking Jenny job of sweeping up the house <laughs> and then goes and sleeps in the only clean room in the entire house. There are just shoes and clothes everywhere. Like, I always wonder with these people, does he think that he cleaned up? Or is, I think he does. Like, is he oblivious or like it's it is vile? I think that Vile. he knows his car is fucked up. Like, that's no good. Dude, but, there's notes. I don't care if you're living in your car. He had, like, he had, like, piles of trash. Well, Stop see, this at a is, trash can and throw it away. This is, uh, this is concerning beyond just he's lazy. Like, this, this feels like hoardery, like, I, mental illness type stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was just about to say this is hoarder behavior. Like there, there were like because he's living there in there. You would think he was like of trash, right? Like what would his room look like at his house if he was living alone? What it is how maybe maybe this what like to your point maybe his room to him was clean and we just didn't see the horror show that it was before. I mean, Chitra says, I can't tell which clothes are clean and which are not. I'm like, yeah, it's gross. He has a dresser. Like, either, like, you have too many clothes or why aren't they put away? I get that you're not home a lot, but clean up before your fiance gets there. It's, I'll never understand. There's no way I'm sleeping in that bed. I'm sorry. There's no way he's washed those sheets. She are a majority also, of people just disgusting? Or is maybe, this like... Maybe we're bo- just bougie. Maybe we just so bougie. Well, bougie. I, I understand that I like am a little particular about cleanliness, but this is like a different level, I think. The, the thing that struck me about this is how... Like, obviously, Chitra's not happy, but she seems way cool. About uh, all of chill. this. Like yeah. way chill. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I also think it's very fair to compare rural Missouri to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, that, in, that endeared <laughs> that me to apt. her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like her a lot. Uh, I, 
I, I am worried for her happiness and safety. Yes. I'm also very confused. Like, why are we playing the rock and roll intro music for these two? Is it because, like, <laughs> Sam did drugs? Or is it because of his neck tattoos? He's a white guy with like, tattoos <laughs> and does drugs. Like, Let's play rock and roll. <laughs> it's like electric guitar solo, like, out of control. It's like synthesizer electric guitar solo. Do you remember when we interviewed that guy at our old job and he had a neck tattoo of a vagina? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I can think about when I see anybody with a neck tattoo now. He wore a sweater very similar to what you're wearing now. It was just a white, a very basic white sweater Yeah. Uh, with like a big, it wasn't quite a turtleneck, but it had like a big <laughs> collar. But we it call that did a not mock cover neck. up. It did not cover up the enormous vagina on his neck. I was like, like maybe the it's whole... George O'Keefe. You're like, no, that is a vagina. Nope. nope. <laughs> I, I really wanted to, to hire him. Yeah, yeah. Lots of Kim. Lots of people get <laughs> George O'Keefe neck tattoos. It's very common. He's a feminist. <laughs> You go down to you go down to New Mexico and you you just trip over people waiting to tattoo like uh, oops Georgia O'Keefe vagina flowers on your neck. I mean, it's really I the only Sam reason that, that I go to Santa Fe at all. <laughs> I really wish Sam had that same tattoo because it would be really funny to see Chitra's dad show up and see it. Yeah, well, he hasn't seen the neck tattoo because we know it's new since he was in Indonesia. Yeah. The drugs and now this vagina neck tattoo? Good God. Well, say a prayer with me and now you're Muslim. Um, what did you think? We did get a little bit of UFO talk, but... Oh, do it, you know how I, we know about it? Yeah. The troll music. The fucking like, X-Files theme playing in yes. the background. It's like dollar store X-Files <laughs> music. Uh, I found it. I found it a little disappointing. It was so like, disappointing. I, didn't get any specifics. He just kind of shits on religion, and then we move on. Like, come he on, says, you got to be more. You got to be more creative than that, man. There's paintings of flying saucers. <laughs> oh, exhausting. All he said was flying saucers may, were less ridiculous than what you read in the Bible. Sure, <laughs> that's it. okay. I want 10 more minutes of footage of this guy talking about aliens. He looks maybe the, an the entire pro- series. See, the problem is, is he looks very uncomfortable on camera talking about this. He is not, he is not ready to describe his manifesto that he's working on to the world yet. He's still got a couple of more acid trips before he can really start his website. Um, <laughs> sec- first contact ground crew.com so that he can, <laughs> you know, make, make contact with our visitors. I, I mean, whatever he has to say has got to be more interesting than whatever we're going to see on diaries. Right. So, That's fair. Just give the, give the men a platform. We need more white men in a trailer with a platform, you know, <laughs> Get him on diaries. Give him his own segment. Let's talk about yeah. aliens. Eight minutes at the end of every episode. Sean Robinson, is, I'm talking to you. 
there is no one more deserving. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, installed a bidet. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. She muslin. And... She got to wash it up. No sinning. No sin. I have to say, these two really want to bang. They do. Which I'm surprised. Like Sam, for his, as some would say, like physically, maybe not somebody that you would assume has this much sexual energy. Like I just he is like super horny for her, but I think she is too. He's gonna have a interesting body shape when he's fifty years old. Dad, dad worried me a little bit when he described Chitra as gorgeous and then immediately says, hopefully she'll help me cook. Like, well, we know what she's going to do when Sam goes to jail. I know. Like, I'm trying to look at that. I I don't know why. Like, I was trying to, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, you know, Sam doesn't fucking cook. No. And. His little brother, probably. So this man is taking care of two guys by himself. Trying to look at this in maybe a positive light, but I just can't. I think he yeah. just sees. I think he's like, finally, we got a maid. <laughs> I mean, look, the only thing less sexy about, like, I could just never date a guy with a car like this. It's it's too gross. Can you imagine the smell? It smells like 10-day-old Chick-fil-A sauce in there. And he's not only... That's probably only... the least. That's the that's least of the, the problems. Thing. Uh, yeah, but like that's enough. Like the car is disgusting. Okay, let's just say he had a bad week. He makes her help him clean it out. I know. Do that shit yourself while she's at the movies or the spa, dude. Dr- drop her off at a Target. Take her to like, the mall. Pick up some shampoo. Get yeah. yourself some new toiletries. I'm going to go get clean your, out the car. Please just get your nails done. Get your hair did. I need there some. I go. have to take. Don't even fucking tell her what you're doing. I booked you a pedicure. Uh, a, a lift is coming to pick you hour. up. Don't look at my car. <laughs> the Uber's here. Right. <laughs> It's just like I mean, you, just you're gross. dating you're dating someone who demanded that you install a bidet so that she would be clean because her faith demands it, but you expect her to ride around in your semen crusted Altima all over Missouri. Definitely with pork juice all over. I just have to say. No. Do you, can you like the guy has been pass. sleeping in his car for a year? Do you can you imagine how many loads he's blown onto the Jeez. upholstery? Gross. God. <laughs> it is like revolting. I just don't make her clean that shit up. God. You know he doesn't you know he doesn't have those fucking winter mats on the bottom. That's all carpet yeah. that he's firing away onto. You're <laughs> another reason to winterize your car. Jesus. <laughs> Hello, lovely listeners. Are you super bummed that this podcast is just about over? Do you want to hear Kyle and I talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way and other reality TV? Or maybe you just hate ads? 
if you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about other shows of the 90 Day franchise, and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, so about the cost of a Starbucks, and it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, where we discuss all the couples and 90 Day Gossip with no ads, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90 Day Gossip, any other 90 Day shows that are currently airing. Currently, that's 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, or Toe Season 5, and The Family Chantel Final Season. Uh, and we occasionally chime in on Plathville, Gold Bachelor, some other stuff that's going on in reality TV. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Well, thank you to our sponsors, uh, BetterHelp. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Visit betterhelp.com slash craycray to get 10% off your first month. And thank you to Lomi. Both Kyle and I have a Lomi. Um, It's an electric composter that you can keep on your countertop can use code cray cray to get $50 off your Lomi Lomi.com slash cray cray on Tuesday's we- pre- premium podcast. I think we're going to cover uh tell, to tell all, uh, part three. Apparently yes. it's two goddamn hours again. Um, yes, and is. then we are going to check out the first episode of innocent actor after lockup. And of course, uh, when we're back from our break, we're going to start covering single life. Of course. Yes. Uh, remember we don't have a new episode of season 10 until January 7th. So we won't be back on the public podcast until then we're doing some stuff for Patreon over the holidays, but we just, we'll be back Monday, January 7th for episode 12. Yep. So not our fault. See you after the break. <laughs> Hope everyone has a happy holiday season. And um, I'll be in Mexico on a beach, so don't talk to me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a great holiday, and we'll see you in the new year. Thanks, everybody. Oi. Thanks for listening to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Join our community of Cray Crays by subscribing to our premium podcast feed for five bucks, either on Supercast or Patreon by visiting realitycraycray.com. Benefits include three times the podcast content you get now, ad-free, covering all other 90 Day Fiance content, and our listener-requested favorite shows outside 90 Day. Access to our members-only Facebook group with thousands of 90 Day fanatics, our podcast archives with over 600 episodes, all ad-free, and you can listen to all of that on your favorite podcast player. With an optional subscription add-on, you also get access to our long-form documentary podcast, D-Sides, where we cover the latest streaming documentaries. You're almost there, lazy. Go to realitycraycray.com and sign up literally in seconds if you use Apple Pay. All the links I've mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks again and see you next week.